0: I can't remember what I was supposed to say. Has <laughs> a reoccurring role on HBO Ballers.
1: Mark Slareth, handsome son bitch, get out here!
0: And makes one hell of a bowl of green chili. It's Mark Slareth, and this is the Stinkin' Truth podcast.
1: Hey, welcome in Stinky Truth Podcast. Mark Schler along, Mike Evans, Scott DeHuff. Our, our presenting sponsor—that's the great folks over at Core Water, pH balanced water, ultra purified, delicious, crisp, clean taste—and uh, they match your uh, the electrolytes match your natural pH level of seven point four. Mike, you explain what pH is? It's uh, something with hydration, potential hydration. Yeah, the potential hydration, which is uh, so good. Um, and I tell you what, the the water is unbelievable. I actually actually finally gave you guys some water um, cuz I've been hoarding it myself and y'all your family loved it the kids loved it Or Scott you didn't give it to your family right no nope. yep you just hoarded you it for yourself selfish selfish <laughs> turd uh anyhow that's
0: a uh, core water check them out at uh, hydratewithcore.com mike how are you buddy i am good i am good you know i'm just kind of um chuckling at the uh, the whole aftermath of the the steelers losing uh-huh. here in in denver and um, Ben Roethlisberger now coming out this week and saying, yes, it is well within his rights to mm-hmm. criticize publicly teammates. James Washington was a receiver that he got on. Right. And poor Washington had no choice but to come out and say, well, of course, Ben can criticize me. He's been here a long time. He's done this and done that. I don't know. I'm I'm not a big fan of it. Are you? I know I am. You
1: know, here's it's interesting because normally it would really irritate me. Normally, I'd be irritated. Um, and Ben's been there a long time, and I always say this about quarterbacks. You've got to take the lion's share of the blame, even when it's not your fault. You've got to accept it. And then you've got to defer the lion's share of the credit. When things go well, you gotta you got to push it off to everybody else, and you got to say how good everybody else was and all those things. Um, I get the James Washington thing that's a big play where – there's a ball that's perfectly thrown that he dives for. You take one more step, you catch it in stride, and you're probably going to score a touchdown. And it becomes an incomplete pass. and And I understand the frustration level for Big Ben. I, you know what? This almost feels like to me, Mike. We have talked many times about about Mike Tomlin and you know the the great press conferences, but maybe not so much behind the scenes. And you know you hear things when you travel the circles that I travel about the lack of the lack of accountability sometimes from the coaching staff and he's done a phenomenal job and they've won a lot of games and all this stuff I almost feel like that's Ben and his like his frustration boiling over that if Mike Tomlin isn't going to handle it then I'm going to have to handle it. I don't necessarily think it's the right way to go about it. I don't think it's it's ever right to call your teammates out. Um, but do you, do you get what I'm saying? If, if there is this lack of perceived discipline within the organization, and there is a lack of your head coach holding certain players accountable, and you've gotten to the point where it boils over and you're upset, and... You basically call people out in the media. I, I don't think that's ever right, but I guess what I'm saying is, I kind of, if that's the case, and I believe it to be based upon, you know, the information that I have at my fingertips, I understand it, and, and not, and it doesn't make it right, but I guess I under, you know what I mean? But I, you I have I to have some,
0: so you're saying somebody in the organization, whether it's the star quarterback or the head coach, somebody has to. Call people out publicly to make them accountable? Why No, mean, but uh, like if if
1: nobody is holding if you're if you're sitting in behind closed doors and you're like, okay Well behind closed doors is different though we're not but, talking but here's about it. Yeah, no 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 but this is what I'm saying. If you're sitting behind closed doors and you're waiting for your coach to fire some people up because of their lack of preparation and and it led to mistakes and it led to issues and your coach doesn't say anything and that's consistent and you're walking away from that going how are we supposed to get better if nobody's being held accountable and so i think that's a i think that's again i don't know i'm a, I'm, I'm making some broad brush assumptions here But I do know this from players within that locker room that have told me one of the one of the things that is said all the time is I'm going to put up with it until I can replace you. Well, I mean, you're going to replace Antonio Brown when he decides, you know, to throw a temper tantrum. No. Why? Why? Because there's nobody that can play like Antonio Brown. So if if that's the organizational mantra and you're looking at yourself like, we are going to have a great team, an offensive juggernaut. We're going to do all these things again like we've always done. And you know what? We ain't going to win squat when it comes to playoff times. We're going to play against New England. They're going to shove it up our ass again like they do all the time because our attention to detail And our ability to hold each other accountable is not good enough. Now, I I would tell you that that Ben going out public, that's not the right way to do it. Especially since it's coming
0: from him. You mentioned New England. Remember last year when they played and Ben threw that interception in the end zone? Right. And the first thing he did was blame the play call. Remember? Mm Mm-hmm. And even this past week after they lost to the Broncos... And his pass was picked off. A pass that, by the way, had no chance of being completed. It would have been picked off by the DB in coverage. So Either way. But his first thing is like, well, that guy shouldn't have been there. I mean, that was a fluke. That was the flukiest interception I've ever thrown. Right. And maybe he's right. But there, there seemed to be such a quick rush to, well, it wasn't my fault. So there, there's something about Ben that he's willing to criticize teammates it would be one thing if this was a guy that really seemed to be willing to fall on his own sword, but I think over the years, we've seen plenty of examples where he doesn't do that.
1: Yeah, when he does, it's more like, maybe I don't have it anymore. Right. You know? Like, maybe I've lost it. Remember maybe, Jacksonville I go last go, year? maybe I should leave. You maybe know? I should be done. Right. Yeah. Man, maybe you've talked me into thinking that Ben's a turd. I don't know. I didn't say he's a turd. Yeah, you did. Don't put basically, that in. My, no, you said basically. You said he's a turd. You think Ben Roethlisberger's a turd? That's okay. Own it. Um, <laughs> now, yeah, I don't like. I don't ever. I I guess with Pittsburgh, I just expect more than I get. Every year they win. You know, they were going to win their 11, 12 games. Like, I just expect them to be something more than they are. But is are. this
0: part of what will ultimately be their fatal flaw? It's just this, this unnecessary stuff that we end up talking about with them. It's it, Isn't it? Yes. Isn't it always? Right. Always. It's fa- Antonio it's, Brown, Facebook Live in the locker right. room. It's, it's
1: Ladanian It's LaDainian. What, what's the guy's name? Le'Veon. Le'Veon Bell. I've already lost. It's Le'Veon Bell. It's this. It's that. It's the offensive lineman talking. It's, you know, it's this. What we've talked about with the Steelers this whole year, essentially, is all the ancillary stuff, not hey blocking schemes and and execution of offense or how this defense is all of a sudden you know with the loss of a guy like Shazier has all of a sudden you know TJ Watts becoming a a, a tremendous player and and you know and and they've they've really you know they've really improved themselves. We're, we don't talk about any of that stuff with the Steelers. We talk about the drama you know i mean that's what we talk about and i just don't again i guess there's part of me that understands it but i don't think it's ever the the right thing i was always i was always told that you're never as good you will never ever be as good as they say you are and you're never as bad as they say you are and don't ever criticize the only person that you can criticize in public is you. That's the only person that you're allowed to, from a locker room standpoint, criticize. Hey, we have to play better and it starts with me. I've got to be better. I've got to make a better decision. Hey, that interception in the end zone, man, that guy shouldn't have been there. But ultimately, the DB had Antonio Brown covered, I probably should have thrown that ball. Like, those are the things that probably need to happen. But in Pittsburgh, they never seem to happen. So, yeah, I guess, you know, ultimately, I understand it. But but uh, I just don't think you ever do
0: that. See, I love when you share with us those old school messages. So old. You're so old school. I am. You know, you, know, you know how I know you're so old school? So, these celebrations that we see in oh the end zone, are, are not even in the end zone, it's, you know, touchdowns, picks, whatever, you know, and these group celebrations. And, you know, it used to be it was just the receivers or, you know, the diva, you know, the skilled position. Now I'm seeing linemen. I'm seeing offensive linemen right in the middle of these. And I got to thinking, Mm. after watching yet another one that was not really that entertaining, I don't mind the celebrations. I really don't. Mm. I mean, it's fine. I, I get the idea. We're out there to have fun. But, boy, so many of them are so lame. But I got thinking about you and thinking, if Mark Schlereth played today, would he be involved no. in these celebrations? Absolutely not. Come on. There's, there, a, there's no. a certain show. Anybody who knows you and listens to you knows there's a little bit of show pony in you.
1: First off, does honestly, does anybody truly find those celebrations entertaining? Like does anybody
0: really You know the Vikings doing the leapfrog thing was kind of good. Stupid. You know, there was one team that did the bowling. You know, they were all pins and they oh, fell down.
1: Look how cute, yeah, look how cute we are. Like, I mean.
0: But most of them are lame. I'd I, say 80% of them I are either. lame.
1: Like, you know what I got excited about? When the Broncos tied that Pittsburgh game up 17-17, there was authentic joy and euphoria as they celebrated together, hugging and high-fiving each other. And there was no orchestrated, faulty stupid ass let's line up and let's take a selfie celebration it was real like why isn't that fun why does it have to be uh, every time i see one i cringe every time i see one i feel like like you guys are just adding to me being fat and here's my theory on that like Every time I see it, I can't watch it because I think it's so stupid that I walk to the refrigerator to get myself something to eat. Like, you guys are contributing to my chubbiness. I just think it's, I think, I think natural, authentic, euphoric joy is so much more compelling than some stupid little stunt created by a bunch of guys that grew up watching Madden or playing Madden football. It just looks, it looks to me... It looks
0: stupid. You know, you sound very get off my lawn guy right now.
1: Which is which is fine. The millennials are going to be mad at you. Oh, well, you know what? I mean, yeah. You know what though? The millennials will be mad at me. You know what they'll do about it? Nothing, because they're millennials. <laughs> they'll do absolutely. I'm so mad at him. I'm thinking about writing a strongly worded letter, but writing write letters, letters, letters would take time. Yeah, Maybe I'll letters. just send out a tweet. I don't like you. Man, well, that would take effort. And right now, I'm looking at this YouTube video. Like that. I mean, like oh, yeah, you might have nailed it right there. <laughs> ooh, I'm so nervous about it. I just, I don't, Mike. I, I personally, I. It's the bane of my existence. I cannot stand it. It is what it is. You can sit there and tell me. Yeah, Here's the one I love. You're down by 17 points. You get an interception as a defense, and you guys got to line up together to take a group selfie. I don't know if you know this, but you guys suck, and you're down by 17. For crying out loud. It just is absolute. It's unreal to me. It is unreal. Like, we're going to spend time orchestrating some stupid little dance. if. All right. You know what? I'm just going to end right there cuz it just it, I just think it's stupid. I think it doesn't add to the game. I don't think it has anything to do with fun. And I listen to announcers call games that like give the the they're trying not to be old, so they give the proverbial, you know, ho, 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 ho. like you know that the fake la- the fake media laugh thing. Yes. And deep down inside, I heard Aikman do it the other day, and I just wanted to text him. He gives the, uh, and I could just tell he's like, "This is so effing stupid." <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: I could just, I could hear. I mean, I know him pretty well, right? Yeah. I just know what he's, he's like. are a bunch of toolboxes. Oh, he's here, like, right? oh my lord! let's get you in a better mood as All I um, right. remind people that in our money-making picks, yes. Um, that you continue after both of us put up a two and one week last uh-huh. week. You continue to lead with a 24 15 and one record. This is against the spread, by the way. You know, Maybe you should put your money where your mouth is because your your picks mm-hmm. have been pretty good twenty four fifteen yeah. and one. And I would go zero and three if to, I to put my twenty three and seventeen. So you remain that with a game and a half, In, lead. pretty
1: much insurmountable lead. Um, <laughs> yeah.
0: And by the way, our money maker picks brought to you by Bud
1: Light. Sundays are made for watching football, enjoying the core uh, cold beer with your friends, and you got to check out the Bud Light team cans if you're a big fan of your team. Really cool. Gave you guys I actually gave you guys the Bronco team cans the other day. A bunch of case each, right? Or uh, twenty four pack? Is that yeah, a case? Yeah. Is that a big case? Yeah. Did you drink
0: them all? You, you got a couple of drunks. Yeah, I love it. Oh, ice cold, God. ice cold God. Bud Light. Are you kidding me? Right. Good
1: day. Delicious. Yep.
0: You know, what I love best about a Bud Light is I, I, it, it's great grilling beer. You know what I mean? Like I always like to have a right. Bud Light with me when. Here I'm was the grilling. funny thing. By the way, I love to grill with a beer in my. Here's a funny thing about that.
1: So we go down from the studio. Because I got it all in the back of my car. And so I'm handing it to you. And some Yahoo that happens to be walking through the parking lot goes, Hey, funny. are you guys giving away free beer? <laughs> he
0: did. True story.
1: Right. And I'm like, no toolbox. <laughs> like, get out of here. I didn't the, even know who the
0: guy was. I didn't tell. I didn't fill you in on that. The guy recognized me. He's all, hey, what's up, Dov? I was like, hey, how's it going? By the way, Mark's giving out free beer. Oh, it's your fault then. <laughs> And then you were so pissed off.
1: Because he was he's just all,
0: like, no, not getting free beer.
1: Right. No, he's all like, hey, give me enough free beer <laughs> with other guys, stuff you got to the back of car you can give me. I was like, dude, sounds like you've been drinking enough free beer as it is. Get
0: out of here, loser. Anyhow. Anyhow. Uh, all right, so we're ready to make the picks. Yeah. Who's who's first? I get to go first this week. Okay. So here we go. Uh, I am going to take Cincinnati. Plus five at home against Denver. Now, the Broncos have a new lease on life after back-to-back wins over Pittsburgh and the Chargers. But Uh they're in that weird position of now people expect them to win. And they haven't historically over the last few years been a a very good road team. They've Uh struggled in some of those early games for them traveling back east. And I don't know. The idea of Jeff Driscoll kind of represents a bit of a wild card for me. So I'm going to take Cincinnati plus the five at home against Denver. I'm going to take Atlanta even up with Baltimore. I just think the Falcons, it it has not been the kind of season that they they thought it would be. But I still am a Dan Quinn fan. I'm a Matt Ryan fan. Playing at home. uh, I I don't really trust Baltimore on the road. So give me Atlanta um, even at home. And then after watching Detroit just look inept um, at home. Thanksgiving Day. uh, The the, the Rams come to town with a week and a half of of rest since their epic Thursday night game uh, or uh, Monday night game. So they've had two weeks uh, coming off their bye. I think they put it on LA minus 10 and a half uh, against the Lions. Oh, man. All right. So, you know, I like your
1: picks there's a couple in there that I was taking. So you had, I had, I was going to go on Atlanta. Yeah. And I was going to take the Rams. Okay. So I am, obviously, I'm just not going to, I'm not going to, You know, repeat, I'm going to go my own direction here. I think there's one thing that is like the great elixir in the National Football League that will make you healthy instantly. You've been suffering from a cold. You know, you've got a sinus infection. You've got uh, whatever it happens to be. You know, you've got some type of ailment. There's one thing that will cure that ailment. That's the Arizona Cardinals. They are the great elixir for anybody. Green Bay minus 15. Ooh, that's a big number. At home, the Arizona Cardinals, uh, they are so bad. I mean, they are beyond bad. Um, They are everybody's good thing. They had a 10-0 lead over the Chargers and ended up losing 45-10, where Phillip Rivers completes 25 straight passes against the Arizona Cardinals. They have packed up. They have no interest in going to Green Bay in the cold and playing the Packers. And the Packers are going, hey, listen, we've got to win out. And if we win out, we can be ten and six or nine, six, and one if we win out. And at nine, six and one, maybe we've got a shot. And it starts right here. That's gonna be a blowout win by the Packers. I'm taking the pack. I'm giving the fifteen. Um the Chicago Bears, I don't know where Mitchell Trubisky is. But I know that defense is great, and I know one thing about um, the New York Giants: if you pressure Eli Manning, Eli Manning has no intention of being hit. He will throw it to the opposite color jersey without even thinking about it. Like he has no, he he wants nothing to do with it. Chicago minus four. Giving four points in New York. I like Chicago. I think they go into New York. I think they beat the Giants by a touchdown or more. I'm taking the Chicago Bears. I'm giving the four points. And then uh, my go-to team at home, the New England Patriots. Five and a half. Kind of a stinky line right there. Yes, it is. Five and a half. begging you to take the Vikings. I am taking New We're England. I'm begging you to take the Patriots, right? No, I am taking. Well, and you know what? You're they do can it. beg me all they want. Tom Brady is my personal good thing.
0: <laughs> he is. I like that personal guy. Personal good thing. Yeah. Okay. And they- <laughs> he is. Okay. Well, yeah. wow, boy, did you see that look, Duff? All of a sudden, man, he got like. He is. Mark's jaw got really like yeah. chiseled and
1: firm, and like. Let me tell you what that guy is a tall drink of water. <laughs> right, I don't right. Dare you? Uh, I'm taking New England. I'm giving the five and a half. I like the Patriots. Um, I'm, hey, the Vikings. There's two things. One, they led the league in rushing attempts last year. Were the top three. They're in the bottom four right now. And it's eliminated some of their play action stuff. Their offensive line is not good enough to play that way. Uh they lost their starting corner in what? Xavier Rhodes pulled a hamstring. I don't think he'll play. I think New England, you know, they're they're putting together their New England run. It's Usually it's after Thanksgiving
0: time. is when they turn they're, it up a notch.
1: They're eight and three. You know what they're gonna end up? Twelve and four like they do every year. This is the start. They win by a touchdown or more. I like the Patriots. Okay. We'll see. Okay, we'll see exactly how that goes. And, uh, of course, I've got pretty much an insurmountable lead. Game and uh, a half. There's no coming back. (laughs) There is no coming back from that kind of lead. I'm just letting you know. I'm just letting you know. All right, that's it for the Sticky Truth Podcast. For Scott, for Mike, myself, thank you so much for listening. Thanks to Cool Water, our presenting sponsor, and also Bud Light for uh, presenting um, our Moneymaker Picks. We'll be back with you at the beginning of next week.